The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that could become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. Just to lift your spirit, make you want to revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit. Old folks say we dig it. Can't no bitch do what you do. Can't no bitch do what you do. Can't no bitch do what I do. Can't no bitch do what you do. Hello, Flamettes. Hello, welcome to Laugh Ooh, and Learn, shit. ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh, language, Lord. Miss <laughs> Marsha, your Lord is using profanity, and I know you raised her better than that. Oh, my God. Welcome Woo. to Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen. We're sorry about the delay, but we try not to have any hiccups on today. So we're looking forward to you guys coming. Lawrence, um, headphones is acting crazy. <laughs> but I am here, and Kendall is here, and Lauren is here, and you Hi. guys are here. So, yeah, Tribble is on vacation, and so is Nick. Nick is on vacation in Mexico. Boom. So, Fixed him. Yay, you are professional, Lauren Hogan. I try. So Jesus. you will get the combo today of the Lorene, Hogan, and the Flaming, Moeen, <laughs> and the Mr. Ken. 
By the way, y'all, y'all get all, all my inboxes and all on the lap at iKendall, iCameraman. Yes, he's good looking. Y'all, it's at him throwing panties at the mm-hmm. screen and everything, babe. He got a girlfriend. He surely does. <laughs> Kendall, your girlfriend's crazy, right? <laughs> say, yeah, she is. She's exactly. part Asian. Understand. She's crazy. She's damn sure crazy. I better stop it. <laughs> She's crazy. Hey, welcome to guys, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we are going to try to steer away from as much of the vaccine conversation as we can because as you saw last week, I don't we know if the flagged. internet was acting up, but they flagged not only our page, but so many of our, our listeners' pages. So mm-hmm. at this point, with whatever is going on with the coronavirus and the vaccine, whatever the decision you have decided to make, you probably got your mind made up anyway. So it won't make a difference what the hell we say. So how about we not going to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Whatever decision you decide to make, please let it be yours. And just stay safe. My God. That's it right there. That's mm-hmm. it right there. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. So what are we doing today? What are we talking about today? Well, I've decided to let you guys know that tomorrow I'm, I'm in a I'm in a funk today. Mm. Happy, nervous, excited, say a lot of emotions because tomorrow I am doing something that I am glad to be doing, but because of the state of the world, I'm actually a little nervous about it. Uh, mm-hmm. That my son is going off to college, so we're taking him to Yay. Tennessee State tomorrow. We flying out tomorrow evening to get his room together and drop him off, and then I'll be back home on Friday. I'm excited about it, and I'm nervous about it because of you know the state of the world. But he is a good dude, and he he is a lot of me in his head. So we gonna y'all we gonna have prayers and say to pray to my son, be safe that we have safe travel. I'm taking my baby with me, so I'm excited for you. I know we've kind of like talked about this offline, but I think. Any kid that can go to an historically black college, especially a black kid, it's so important. We all know here that I went to Spelman. It was the greatest experience of my life. And I'm so glad that your son is going into this new journey, this new experience. He's going to experience so many new things. He's going to learn so much more just about his culture and his heritage and where we came from. It's going to be so great for him. He's going to have a great time. I know you may cry a little bit later. You may feel great <laughs> that your house is, you know, you got one kid down, but I know you're going to miss him like crazy, but he's going to have a great time. Well, you had me until you said that part about where he came from. He really don't want to see where he came from. I, but, oh, but, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> no, he's going to have so much fun, and I'm really excited for Brubra. He deserves this, and you know he's gonna be in a in a red state. So you know he's gotta keep his head on the. And swivel. I think part of that is making me leery too. But yeah. Tiffany Haddish came over yesterday. We barbecued. We were gonna do a trunk party live, but yesterday Tiffany decided to be my girlfriend as opposed to being the celebrity, the star. She yeah. wanted to be the auntie. She yeah. wanted to be kick the bobo. So we barbecued. She brought greens that she grew and cooked out of her own garden. They were absolutely delicious. I'm going to let y'all know if they in the kitchen, Kenna going to get some. Y'all can get some when y'all done. Uh, and we just hung out. She stayed until 3 o'clock in the morning. She sat on the couch. Mm-hmm. She uh, bought waist beats. Well, she didn't buy waist beats. My girlfriend, Ooh, Joanna. Are you showing skin? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Y'all see my waist beats? Wait, show, show the camera that way. Y'all show them. Uh oh. Ooh, ooh. So Flame is getting naked. Oh, uh, my God, y'all. Waste beads. So let me tell you about the waist beads. The waist beads that you can order, for, order from at Joanna's Collections train your waist. So you do put them on. Really? Oh, they really do. So when you eat too much, they get tight. Oh, that's <laughs> and you can't take them off, so you have to realize, ooh, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. So it really does work, and I've had them on since last Thursday. Have not taken them off. Okay. And it it keeps if I if I drink too much or eat too much and it, your butt your stomach well, yeah. it makes you like okay I don't want no more because it's tight. 
Oh, okay, that's interesting. We used to wear those like for fun when we were right, kids. But, but now it these was just are, like, and they're supposed to have some some kind of significant meaning. So if you guys want to order right. these waist beads, order at Joanna's Collections on Instagram. She also is the same young lady that has been doing my daughter's hair since they were three years old at the shop, which is called Hair 911 here in Long Beach. Because I don't comb hair. I don't even comb my hair. You should see what my hair look like up under don't this show, hair. Don't show. Oh. Don't, don't, don't expose your business now. Wait a minute. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but no um like i said i'm excited for brebra you raised an amazing kid thanks and Lauren. he's gonna have an amazing time I so congrats that. to you I believe, I congrats believe. to I'm, you i'm dropping off my kid but i'm dying to see what man comes home to because mm -hmm. that's what you're gonna get oh ooh. Look, ooh. and then next week we are going to new york for what what's in new york i'm going to ida rodriguez's one hour taping of hbo for her one hour special and we're taping the breakfast club on the 18th so i'm sure she'll it will air on the 19th um how many times is this this times? will be time number four three okay. in studio mm -hmm. no two is it two in studio three yeah. in studio three in studio three in studio and one um no it's not three in studio you it's did. two in studio. Two in studio, one on live, and then this, oh, this one will the be the fourth one. Four. Okay, yeah. 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 So it'll be much more fun in studio. We got some topics we're going to talk about, including the future of Laugh and Learn. Uh-oh. We're going to talk about it publicly. Uh-oh. Where are we going, y'all? Uh-oh. Where are we going? Mm -mm. How we making some changes for Laugh and Learn in the new season mm -hmm. coming up. So we, we'll be excited to talk about all of those things, and even the direction of what we're going to talk about. I thought I had turned my ringers all the way off. Very unprofessional, as Very you would say. Unprofessional, Very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. So, if we have to go to the news, Lauren Hogan, how's your week? Um, my week, mm -hmm. like I said, I'm going to Atlanta on Thursday again. My travel schedule's kind of gotten a little crazy. Uh, it's just a, it's a crazy time right now. You know, I'm a little nervous now with all of you know what's going on with. I'm going to say the. Uh -huh. We can't we can't say the word the V about. word uh -huh. right we gotta be careful but that and traveling on yeah, the plane with the lunatics yeah it's and I oh I've seen so many things about you know people just freaking out on planes and flight attendants oh, duct taping them see, to the did seat. you see them duct taping yeah. they didn't have a good yes. duct tape because if y'all had the good duct tape that I use when I'm doing drag shows <laughs> baby he would have been stuck to that chair for about a week <laughs> uh, yeah like it's just crazy people are wilding out and everything so and I'm flying like at least once a month until the end of the year at least once a month so. I'm a little apprehensive. I have my mini little can of Lysol like you gave me. I wipe down the seats. Oh, and I, I just observe. Mm -hmm. I just observe the craziness on the plane. I just, you know, I'm saying my prayers and trying to keep my karma positive. Now, let me ask you a question, Aunt Lauren. Just happens that, or for instance, what if you are on a plane and uh -huh. you get a, a, somebody that's erratic or, you know, over the top or drunk or what have you, and they're sitting next to you? Oh, I will push the flight attendant, the little call button at the top and bring them over here. What if, they, what if they get a little frantic? A little frantic, I yeah. would go get the flight attendant. No, I need you to take off one of your heels. <laughs> no, cause see, I can't get I can't get one of them numbers because I fly too often. I can't Delta have, Delta can't have problems with me. I fly too much. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. But let me tell you, if somebody tries to open up a door like they did on that other Delta flight, best believe I will tackle them like a linebacker. And Lauren's, I'm Lauren's a, big, a big girl. I'm a big person. That's what I'm saying. I'm she's a big, a big person. girl, y'all. She's tall. So I will tackle the shit out of you if you try to do that. That's no. Did y'all hear all that? that? Did y'all hear all that professionalism? Listen, just go like my life is on the line, and what comes down to the crunch comes down to the crunch. I will tackle you like a linebacker. Okay, I am very. I'm a big person. I'm tall, and I'm pretty strong. So don't. Mm -mm, we're not doing that. I'm going to take one of my wigs out of my backpack and choke the shit out you with it. I'm letting you know in the game. And then I'm going to stuff it down your throat <laughs> like it's a Brillo pad. You ain't finna, babe, you're not finna get rid of me. I got something to do. So mm -hmm. let's start off with talking about Andrew Cuomo. Uh-oh. Andrew Cuomo. Uh-oh. 
So uh, everybody is in saying that they don't agree that Chris Cuomo did not speak about his brother. Let me tell you something. I love the loyalty of Chris Cuomo defending his brother. And when I say defending, by him not speaking about it, to me, that's defending about it. But that is his job. He does work for CNN News. But I love the fact that his loyalty takes precedence over his family loyalty takes precedence over his job loyalty. If they decide to get rid of Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo is good looking. He reports the news. He's very strong. He will get another job. But as far as Andrew Cuomo, I've been looking at some of these reports of some of these women. One lady was on the news today talking about his very large hand reached out and touched me. And I said that we were going to get in trouble. Girl, what? this is what one of the accusers said this morning. I was watching CNN. First of all, you already knew what the situation is. Plus, if he got a large hand, he has a large hand to hold something large for a reason. It wasn't her little flat white ass. Let me just say that because I seen <laughs> oh her on TV God. this morning. He got a large hand to hold something large. You should probably should have played a little bit. And it, w- with all of these allegations, now I'm not saying that he is guilty and or innocent. He has been allegedly ac- uh, accused, but he hasn't been indicted. Indicted, right. exactly. The Democrats, my Democratic Party, and I am a Democrat, my Democratic Party are pussies right now. I'm just going to say that. Because the meaning of ride or die has nothing to do with the Democratic Party. All you thugs out here, and I'm ride or die, and I'm, I'm standing with man. Baby, you can take a great lesson from the Republicans on ride or die. Because when I tell you, I ain't giving them no pat on the back, but they know the exact meaning of what ride or die means. Because when I'm telling you, we are watching them in the wrong, and they still standing for each other. That is the meaning of ride or die. I do not want Andrew Cuomo removed. I think that he should finish out his term. And if y'all going to come with something later, then do it then. Y'all didn't do it to the orange one. And he had way more accusations. And y'all had facts. And y'all had real stuff on him. And y'all didn't remove him. And y'all tried to impeach him twice. When I said two years ago on They Ready that Nancy Pelosi said that we were not ready to impeach, I didn't mean that she didn't have the goods. I meant that as a Democratic Party, we won't stick together. We all over the goddamn place. No loyalty. Everybody throwing each other under the bus. And then y'all move too quick on this. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. But that's how I feel about no, it. No, I think, well, I'll say a couple of things. One, to the Chris Cuomo not covering what was happening with his brother. And actually, my mom and I kind of talked about this, too, is I think Chris Cuomo is a seasoned anchor mm-hmm. on CNN and I think that he actually has the ability to pick and choose what stories he wants to cover or what content is in his show we'll say that so to that point I don't think that he really wanted to speak on his brother and I don't think that him speaking up on behalf of his brother was going to do anything other than cause him more negative press meaning Andrew Cuomo I don't think his brother speaking on Andrew would have helped him in any way shape or form so I agree on the fact that you know he chose his counterpart Don Lemon to cover the story in totality and he did it in a way that didn't look biased which was better in terms of news coverage because we all know you're not supposed to be biased in news however i do agree with you on the democratic front like i've seen joe biden make comments you know reporters asked him should he step down should he resign joe biden was like yes i stand by my words i think that if charges were drawn and he was indicted i think that was the I think it would have been appropriate for all the Democrats to walk away from him. Mm -hmm. But I think to your point is that we're so quick to 
we're so concerned as Democrats what the outside you know world thinks and what the perception is that we don't take a second to say, hey, let's look at this, let's analyze this, and let's make a strategic plan around it to say what this is going to mean for our party. Instead, we have all of these you know people that are like, oh no 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 no, we don't want bad press, we don't want bad press as a party. So I think it, as a whole, it caught it's to our detriment, and that's why as a Democratic Party we are just so separated and divided, and it looks like we don't have our shit together. So I agree with you definitely on that front, but no charges, no more, no formal charges have been brought against Andrew Cuomo yet. So we don't know what's going to happen. But I did see Leticia James's report, the attorney general, that these women were credible. So I do think that they should be acknowledged in what they're saying. Like I said, never deny somebody's experience, yeah. especially if it's traumatic. But I think we should I think the Democrats should have waited to make any statements until formal charges were brought. Well, I personally think that they're holding his feet to the fire because he stood his own ground against the whole Corona thing when it first hit. And Trump, too. Let's not forget about that. He was yeah. fighting with Trump a lot. Yes, as well. he was. He was. And so I believe that a lot of this is backlash from that. But you see what happened. The other one stood his ground and you see Florida's numbers. Yeah. I'm just saying. New York is doing better than Florida. Mm-hmm. But even if we talk about, too, just being, you know, supportive of your party, the Republicans rallied behind Trump despite all of the sexual, mm-hmm. you know, allegations that were against him. And what happened? It just quickly faded out of the news. Same and he was man. Still and elected. we heard him on camera, I mean, on video, audio, yeah. say that you can grab a woman by the, the P word mm-hmm. and get away with it because you're a celebrity. And, that, and, and y'all still voted for him. He yeah. hadn't even won at that point. And y'all still voted for him because y'all let that dumbass. What was his name who released uh, Hillary Clinton's emails or tried to release? What was his name? And they get, Donald Trump fired him about two weeks later. Oh, Jim Comey. G- G- uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. His stupid ass. See, mm-hmm. you wusses. Y'all, y'all pussies. I said uh, this is coming from a trans woman. You're pussies. Mm-hmm. I like a good pussy, but not those kind. <laughs> I said it. I said, I ain't by myself. Kendall, you going to leave me hanging? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, while we talking about recalling and getting rid of, Uh I'm going to California. Oh, Lord. I support Gavin Newsom. Mm -hmm. Cancel me, fight me, argue with me. Let him get his term out. What y'all mad at Gavin Newsom about? Oh, he went to lunch at the French market with no mask on. Listen, I think that this is... One, I'm pissed because my taxpayer dollars are going towards a stupid recall a election. A stupid-ass recall. I'm really pissed. They said that it, this whole recall election is costing taxpayers $276 million. So, one, I'm pissed about that. And, two, I don't think that he's going to be, you know, pushed out of office. I think Gavin Newsom is going to finish out his term. You know, has he been the greatest governor? One can argue no. Well, he was a lot However, better than Schwarzenegger. Thank you, thank you. He's a lot better than what the hell we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. So Gavin Newsom can stay in his seat. Let him finish out his term. You know, he's got some type of common sense. He's related to Nancy Pelosi. That's his auntie. So Long money. Long so, money, baby. So I'm just saying, I think he should be able to finish out his term. But more they so, lie. this is a, a, a ploy from Republicans, too, to just create, you know, dissension among the ranks. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, get some other supporters in line when it comes for the 2020, what, four election? Yeah. When it comes to uh, the presidency seat. So I think that's all this is, is the Republicans, we're going to see these, you know, these Democratic governors and mayors and different things being recalled and different articles coming out and scandals about them to just help, you know... The Republicans gain some more support because they're really screwing over America as a whole in terms of voting rights and a myriad of things I can bring up. 
So I tell you what I don't like. I don't like all these side swipes throwing their head in the ring to try to become governors of all these unqualifieds and non-qualifieds throwing their head in the ring to try to recall Newsom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Elder. Larry Elder has been Ooh! a staunch Trump supporter and a ass-kissed Uncle Tom ass wife yeah. as long as he has been in the public eye. What <laughs> What I say about Larry Elder is he's uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character in Django. No, yeah, Stephen that's, from Django. He worse yes, than Stephen from Django because he ain't even a boot licker. He an ass yeah. licker. <laughs> then let's go on to this other one, the Katie Bruce, who kept talking some. He was running for governor. I'm sorry, let me say the correct pronouns. She was running for governor. You said Katie Bruce. I oh said Katie Bruce. That's I her name, Katie that. Bruce. Uh-oh. But then she realized she didn't have a snowball's chance in hell at winning nothing. She she better be glad. She should have went out the public eye after she killed that white woman in Malibu when she ran over with her car. Let's just go there. Then now she's gonna be the newest contestant on the season of Survivor. If there was always a method to the madness. Never was she running to run for governor. She just was trying to get another TV gig. Well, hats off to Chris mm. Kardashian for pimping this shit out the entire family. Did you see that too? I saw a, a sneak, uh, well, not a sneak, but a little short uh, snippet of the Caitlyn's girlfriend actually called Chris and was like, hey, we're trying to get some more buzz around Caitlyn's career. Do you have any suggestions? And Chris helped. Like, Chris was like, here's what I recommend that you do to, you know, get some more engagement and some more publicity. Like, Chris she? is a Chris is a master. Yeah. Chris is a she master knows what at her she's craft. Doing. She knows what she's doing for sure. I would love for her to be my manager, not to replace you, Lauren. But some of that <laughs> shit that she would try to be giving me to do. We can call her a consultant, right? I'm, yes. I'm I'm not down for it. I'm not down for it. So no, I'm I'm Team Gavin Newsom. I don't know if he'll ever know who I am or see this, and it does not matter because he got my vote the first time. And guess what? I'm gonna vote for the pretty nigga again because he is a pretty nigga. Let me just mm-hmm. tell you, he's a pretty man. Mm-hmm. Is that why I voted for him? Partly. <laughs> Partly. <laughs> I love when people say that. Partly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think he'll be fine. I don't think his seat is going to be overturned. Uh, hats off all. to all of the Olympians from yes. the United States Olympics that, qual- that get, got garnered awards. And woo- and some, so many unhidden names and so many names that we had not heard of have mm-hmm. really came up. What was the one young lady named who won like 11 running awards? And we never heard her name. Everybody was so busy talking oh, about. Oh, Sydney McLaughlin. Yes. And she just came out of nowhere and just snatched them, snatched them, snatched them, snatched them. Yeah. So congratulations to her. Hey, T.T. Jane. Bring T.T. Jane got her a new name. She finally got T.T. Jane. She is like, I am going to market myself. I love to see it. T- Let's see if it pops up. Yep, yeah, there she is. She is. Right there. Come on, the yes. real TT Jan. Yes. Hi, TT Jan. Girl, and I you love got a that new you're... picture and um, oh, some right? lips. They pink. TT Jan. Ooh, yes. yes, yes, yes. I did update everything you advised, Flame. But I had to wait on uh, folks who have real jobs um, <laughs> <laughs> tend to those matters. But yeah. Applied to all the Olympians, all of them from the United States. It has been an interesting ride with the Olympics this year. And I didn't mm-hmm. watch as much as I wanted because real time had you up at four something in the morning. You know what I mean? So that, but I watched, believe me, and I support it. So yes, yes, yes. yes. And I think the U.S. got, we got the most medals too out of um, any country. So we did. You mm-hmm. know, first it looked like China was going to give us a run for our money in terms of um gold but we just we just soared past them, crushed them. for medals and and gold mm-hmm. so, yeah i do want to give a shout out to though to jamaica in terms of the women that were running 
Um, mm-hmm. They made quite an impact, and uh, they're just beautiful specimens. I just got to say, they sure are. So they sure are. the agility, sure are. the speed, the form—it was. Uh, I'm very happy for Jamaica too. Jan, yeah. uh, what do you think about them trying? What do you think about Cuomo and Chris? I saw your comments up there early. What do you think about Chris not speaking about his brother, and what you think about Andrew Cuomo? Well, I mean, it is a choice what Chris wants to speak about, and they're not going to force you. Uh, to do something to incriminate yourself or put you, you know, where it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, it is a professional arena. Uh, CNN, like many other uh, outlets, um, I think for Kumo, I'd like to see him, you know, if he had all this luggage, I would have liked to see him mind his manners a little bit because the Democratic Party is a party of everybody. You know, You're speaking about Andrew. I'm speaking about Andrew now, okay. and I apologize. If he had this kind of luggage, uh, pick pick your battles. You know what I mean? I've, I've read that he has a very strong personality, and I'm not opposed to that in certain rooms of the house. But, you know, when you're out on, on a public forum and you're the governor, I, I think he should have been more business savvy, if you will, uh, because you don't want to leave a blemish, and and I they have not. I think for the party they should let him finish, and then you know ensue all this racket or distractions after he finishes his term. I think it's a waste of money to try to push him out at this point. Um, and um, you know the prosecutor did say all these women are eruptible, or the majority of them are eruptible. Let me ask you so, a question, Jan. Why do you think Biden jumped on that wagon so soon? Because you know he he had to do it for his own face to save his own face. Mm, I mean, he. I think he was I, pressured. I no, I agree with him because I'm sorry. I agree with uh, TTGM because the reporter had asked. You know, you had previously made comments saying that if Andrew Cuomo, if the Attorney General found Andrew Cuomo guilty, that you said mm-hmm. he should, you know, resign. Do you stand by your comments that you made a few months ago? He but, couldn't backslide at that point no, and say, "No, I don't stand by my comments." He but said, he asked "Yes." Him to step down, right? He did, cause he's. Yeah. That's what he said a couple months ago when the investigation yeah. first opened. He couldn't take. He couldn't backslide. He would have been, you know, persecuted by the whole media. We, yeah. we should have lied like the Republicans did. Oh, I, I don't remember saying that. Look, I don't remember saying that. Shit is working for them. You know, but see, the Democrats think we stand on morality and we have moral compasses and we love and embrace all and you know we'll hug a tree we'll hold this person's hand and <laughs> it's because we we are a melting <laughs> pot i mean we're a bunch of mutts you know what i mean but the republican party they're about generational wealth they're about trying to place their children on boards in CEO positions, they want to run the country and they don't give a damn who really is in office. But the only way they can push that agenda is when you side with a party that has the same mindset as you. Yeah. They, they don't care. It's nothing new. And, and the Democrats largely do care. And we mm-hmm. accept everybody. So, I mean, we can't get to this point and start throwing out what we think is trash because we're all those, we're all the mutts who made the party. You know, it's more idealistic than realistic for real. You know what I mean? Because you still have people in the Democratic Party who want restitution for slavery, who want restitution, their 40 acres and a mule. Uh, They want free health care. 
They just constantly want and want and want. And nothing can run with just withdrawals and no no deposits. Hey, Bobby Clifford, but I love that statement. Somebody just said Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. Very yeah. true. But <laughs> TG, <Isn't that> <laughs> let me ask, actually, this is to both you and Bobby Clifford. How did you guys feel about Andrew Cuomo's comments after the attorney general made her statement? You know, he was saying, I, this is not true. I am a very, you know, affectionate person. Yes, I call you sweetheart sometimes. I may kiss you on the forehead. That's just how I was grown up. Like I was raised. I'm Italian. But this isn't true. Like I didn't I didn't do what I'm being accused of. How did those comments make you guys feel? Jen, do you want to go first? Yeah, you go on. So, um, I like Andrew Cuomo. I, I think he's done a lot for New York. I was very mixed with this, where I, I am in line for the Me Too movement. I think sometimes it goes a little too far. I am from a generation, and I don't know if Flame can speak to this, where certain we, we did hug, we did touch. It was appropriate to touch mm -hmm. someone's arm when you told them a story or put your hand on their back. To call them sweetie, I tell I used to call people sweetie all the time, honey. I, I probably you call me to really... all the time, and I'm not offended. I do, I'm not, <laughs> I do. I, just, I do have friends that are Italian, both both being literally from Italy as well as you know from you know American Italians. They're super warm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, do I think it's right? I'm not. I'm not taking away from the women. I believe. I believe both. I believe the women feel that somehow that that they were touched or spoken to inappropriately i believe andrew cuomo thinks that he did nothing wrong and that he was just being warm or concerned or whatever i have looked at both sets of data um and that's sort of where i'm, I'm on the fence no do I, my the only other piece i have about that is i don't know what and I think this is what maybe Biden is speaking to. I agree with Warren that he is, that's the agreement he made. So I think he has to stick by it because right. he said, I'm going to go by the findings. I think he's also speaking to the fact that it's going to be really hard for Andrew Cuomo to leave now that he's been found guilty, whether justly or unjustly. And he's looking for, I think, Biden, what's best for the, for the Democratic people and constituents in that state. Um, so that's my, that's my piece on... Andrew Cuomo and I probably and people are probably thinking I'm awful or my head's in the sand or no not no, at all that, that, I mean if that's what you think I yeah. mean, who cares what everybody else thinks you didn't buy your car and you didn't send me an email saying Jim what did you think about this I mean if yeah. that's what you think that's what you think Bobby Stay your hair looks it. lovely today did you get a conditioning <laughs> I actually did <laughs> it looks I great I a little something in it this morning and um, I actually combed it out before too. I spoke with you it is, uh, we are in a, such a presence with the world, with all the shit that's going on. I'm telling you, I don't even know yeah. what to think. I'm telling you, and I'm leery about flying now, and I wasn't, and I've been flying. But tomorrow, I'm, we're flying on the red eye. I'm going to be sleepy, but I'm going to be sleepy when one eye open, because I'm going to be looking real crazy like that. You have to. I bring, bring your duct tape, because let me tell you, I would have duct taped that, <laughs> that guy's ass I right now. In fact, I would have sat on his ass. He wouldn't have never moved until, the, until he had to get off the plane. I would have, too. Bobby, if I put my duct tape on him, because I use my duct tape on my uh -huh, that nigga would have been stuck saying, for safe, weeks. Safe and secure. That's, that's the kind that you need. Bring one of those waist trainers. 
them on them. A couple of these yeah. waist beads yeah. and choke the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if y'all haven't, but you know, that goes to the, the alcohol consumptions at the airport. So should mm-hmm. they stop serving alcohol on the planes or should they stop serving alcohol? Should they have a cutoff limit? Because you know, if you first class and you high end like Lauren, Lauren is part of the Delta, <laughs> they go to the lounge and they get liquor and food and yeah, all but that. They have a, they have a cut, they have a cut off like if they see that you're intoxicated. They do have the right on the flight to cut off. No, this is before you get to the flight. You know, they have lounges at oh, the yeah. airport. Like the, we have like the Delta Sky Lounge yeah. and everything right, else. Right. I get what you're saying. Oh. Yeah. Do they but have I a cutoff point? Can you just right. drink and drink and drink in there? See? Because they make really? money. Yeah, I know. It's not appropriate. If you can't do it on the road... Why should you be able to do it in an airport, a, a confined space? A I confi- think that's totally for, for, for four, five, six hours. Yeah, you know, even- based on average layovers, you're not there, or su- should be there, on the average. Well, I think the time. the issue too is like there's some people that want to go to the airport and go to the lounge. Like I have coworkers that are like, oh, I mm-hmm. got to get to the airport three hours early, and we can just sit in the lounge. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I came to the airport to get on a plane, so I'm gonna get there in time to board my flight. But like I said, I have coworkers that are like, I'm going to go to the lounge. And then once you get on the plane, especially if you are in first class and they're opening up, you know, the, you know, drink services and the mm-hmm. food somewhat, you know, everything is in a box now for COVID safety. But they'll just keep serving you if you're like, I, I want another drink. You know, they'll come and give you another drink. So, you know, uh, and, and, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jen. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, oddly enough, uh, government is quite generous in the way they uh, fly their their senior managers. And so still, you know, I think that the airport is there to make money. So I don't see them policing because uh, they sell everything there. I mean, that there's a money-making, you know, industry. You're damn really straight because a bottle of water at the airport is $8.66. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. But the people who are in those bars, I mean, us as as uh people passengers should be ew why would you want to sit in a bar for three hours that that's the germiest place other than a hospital in the entire world you got international germs there right mm-hmm. now, well now but at first it wasn't looked at like that no. you know what i mean it wasn't looked like looked and at I, like before covid i have been on the plane with belligerent flyers people who oh, have I've been, been openly inebriated um i'll take it a step further i have been on a flight with somebody who has thrown up because they were I so do. drunk and we were I in the do. same aisle and when i tell you i can't stand throw up yeah. oh and they literally threw up just and it, they were in the exit row where everybody had to walk past to get off the flight I, the only the only other thought i had in flame i want to know about these waist speeds again i'm nervous <laughs> can you cut them off because i'm thinking i'm gonna be like one of those turtles that gets the band wrapped around it, uh-uh. and all of a sudden they you know, have a they have a lot of they have a, lo- a lock latch on them. You can take them off, but it's the troublesome to take them off and put them back on. So yeah. once they're on, they're right. on. That's what I was saying. Because when we were younger, we used to make waist beads. Like you would just get right. the little string and then you would tie it at the end and you would put all your beads on it. And then you would tie it off and put it on your waist. And sometimes it would pop because it wasn't, you know, great right. string that you had. Right. Or you would but just I really it off and for another reason. Yeah. yeah. So my secret yeah. is when I ate, like yesterday I barbecued and I ate a lot and they got tight. I pull them mm-hmm. up up under my boobs. Exactly. So I pull them so to a cheating. smaller part. You were cheating. Just no, they're so boobies. I, I could they're breathe. They're boobies. <laughs> no, no, no. They was right up under the boobs. They would never go across right. these monsters. But, <laughs> no, they would. Yeah, You'd they really would just right up under. Yeah. So, but you know what? It really is in my head. So now, like, when I go to sleep and I'm, and I'm feeling tight, I'm like, you can't eat because you're too stuffed. You already, you know, they're tight. It's and, like, 
it's a good idea because there's got to be something. I'm thinking anything to reset, especially with COVID. I have, I like, I like wander the grounds at my house all day long because you know we're remote. Now I found out I'm permanently remote, so I've got to something's got to give. I got to think of another way to work. Do yeah, you they're, they're, they're leaving us at home permanently remote. The hospital is leaving us permanently. Anybody that's not clinical or patient facing will now not go back to the office. Oh yeah. How is that, that for you, Bobby? Like, did you want that or? I, I'm a people person, so um, I would like to go in a couple of times a week, but it's just not the way it's going to work out. I think what's going to happen is they'll use our offices in the um, at the hospital and have uh, doc offices where they're paying rents and stuff off off um, okay. campus, mm -hmm. and they'll bring them in. So it'll be cost savings for everybody. And they have found that we're really productive at home. Yeah, really? but I I, yeah. I see that even too here in California because like I was up at Torrance Memorial last week and they were saying like visitation hours are changing because they kind of yeah. said like you know first it was a certain set number of hours only one person can visit but then things were getting better so they opened it up to patients could have as many visitors as they wanted and everything else but when I was up there last week they were just like no our hours have changed twelve to six yeah. only you know one person can visit a patient for the day and they're like and we're honestly going to go yeah. back to no visitation at all. All this was just a short compromise yeah. before they went back right. to that because the numbers yeah. are so bad and they can't right. keep the they can't leave the patients and the staff at risk. So the, us non-essentials keeping us out of the of the of the hospital is is um, less risk for the patients. So that's less germs, right. less by you know because all those people think they're riding the bus, they're riding the they're riding the trains. We're all touching the elevators. We're sitting on the same toilets. You know, so it'll keep the patients safer. And I think that's I think in this pandemic world and we have to think about the next one that's coming down the pike right so i think that's that's definitely in the minds of the leadership as well, well yeah. i don't know why we can't keep crazy out of government buildings but yeah it, it, it does work for hospitals because mm -hmm. i mean we get all the crazies we've been having the only thing still remote remote is that we're doing court remote i mean all our courts are remote remote wow mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, that has worked. I mean, you know what I mean when I think about what I walk through back and forth. So that is a plus. But as far as the actual government building, we're letting all wacko sackles in as normal. And, Bobby, you had to be vaccinated, right? You're, you're vaccinated, right? Uh, they offered it to us right at the beginning. I was one of the very first people that were vaccinated. We didn't yeah. have to be at that time. Oh, okay. They're thinking about patient-facing positions, nurses and, and physicians, of um they haven't done it yet but they're thinking of making that mandatory if they if the uh, variants keep mutating so you know the thought is the more unvaccinated people the more chance for mutation so they again mm. they're trying to keep the patient safe right yeah right right yeah. and we yeah. saw too that new york is shifting their guidelines to you can't go anywhere unless you got a card so. but it don't start to september the 13th i'll be there and back Shit. <laughs> I'll be there I was going to say, as long as you go to D.C., I don't care what happens. I'm selfish. I'll be there and back, baby, because hear me when I tell you. Everybody make their own choices, and I, my choice right. has been made. So We just are right. not saying the words, so no, let's, let's right. kind of no, move no, on. No. And, we're not, and I don't I know if it'll make some people feel better, not necessarily you, Flynn, but they are talking about it being FDA-approved um, end of end of September in, in October. That means more testing has been done. And more that's when I'll tested. say, you know what? Yeah. Have your way, but until yeah. then, well, I'll think about it. Hmm. Yeah, say I'll think about it. See what they see what their findings are, right? And then you then yeah. you make your decision. And I don't um, want the findings that. from CNN or ABC or NBC. I want yeah. the findings from a doctor, right? 
Yeah. No, right. no, absolutely. Um, I'm, the the head of the CDC is actually from my hospital now, um, Dr. Wolinski. She's lovely. So oh. hopefully she's very big on data. So yeah, hopefully she'll get us she'll get us what we need. And have, I think she's very reputable. Have nice. you noticed too, Bobby, that they've kind of shifted her to more so being the face of this conversation and not so much Dr. Fauci? Thank God for Jesus. I, I think that's interesting. They've kind of made her like the face of you know what's happening I from think the she's CDC. Short. I, I think he's very scientific, and I think she's more because she was a uh, patient-facing doctor up until she got this gig, right? Mm -hmm. She wasn't in the background, um, you know, running data and stuff. So I think she knows how to speak to us. I think she's a little more succinct. Not that he's not brilliant in his own right. I don't know. He's I don't, not. You know, he's I don't not. really follow I mean, him. He's not. We know we have a biased uh, so, but, opinion in our <laughs> ranks. Yeah, yeah, true, and I'm biased about Dr. Wolinski. I, I think she's lovely because she was yeah. a lovely person. This is she same, was nice to everybody in the hospital. Is, that's the, the same nigga that was standing on the press conference with Trump. And when Trump was blatantly oh, lying to us to our face, he put his head down and started yeah. laughing. Nigga, that and was the knew. perfect opportunity for you to say, yeah. hey, that ain't yeah. what it is. But he didn't. You're right. No, you are. For, for that, I don't know about anything out but for that specifically and who's the other one burke or burke birch with the bad teeth uh, yeah, I, I think Deborah, she, her name is Deborah Burks. Her yes. name is Deborah Burks, and she had the fucked up teeth. Oh, Did I lie? Them that they didn't speak up. <laughs> they oh, wait, oh, wait, I'm, I'm doing a Fauci. Hold on. Right? See? Did I lie? She did. How you had that much money and you on TV in the public with them fucked up teeth? Lord. She, she does wear a lot of scarves. Maybe she puts them around her face. I don't know. <laughs> she could have got her teeth fixed. <laughs> yeah. She oh, was probably, my goodness. Uh, Jan, she was probably the big mask pusher because it would cover it, right? Right. Ooh. Right. Okay, y'all are no, being shady today. Wait a minute. When did we no, enter this space? <laughs> I know. Everybody is, for some reason, everybody is afraid of the orange Cheeto. And I don't know why, but they all were. I don't know why Fauci didn't speak up. That would have yeah. been a perfect time. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Who knew how to handle this animal called Trump? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was special. He, he definitely, was special. he definitely today, ruled Jan, off of people fear. People are still afraid. Why That's, are they still I, he, afraid? I just, he I definitely understand. ruled off of fear. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, one hundred percent. It's like he had every, he had something on everybody, or something yeah. on. And go back or to Coffee Time and Love Lounge or Laugh and Learn. When I said yeah. the reason that his he worked so well in politics was because before he got into political ring. He had the business with the Democrats and with the Republicans. His daddy was a gangster. He knew where the bodies was being. He knew yeah. a lot of information on both sides, so they couldn't come after him. He didn't have any business dealings with women, not on a professional level. The business no. dealings that he had with women had something to do with money and an exchange of semen. But outside well, of that... <laughs> there's Hillary, though, too. He used to donate to that campaign. Remember, that he was involved with the Clintons, yeah. too. So. Yeah, absolutely. They ran in the same circle. At least they ran in the same circles in New York, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. You don't, you don't know. You don't know a, a party by the the party you attend, the social yeah. gathering you attend. So I can't hold them responsible or give him kudos for being at the same party because nine times out of ten, people throw parties on that level. And they want clout by the people they bring out to their affair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but given the people who actually had day-to-day, non-social-like um, contact with him have all been consistent that he's been crazy. And, and, and But who knew that? But, you know, and I don't want to beat up just being a white male. But if I wake up tomorrow and I'm a white male, 
I'm going to really show my butt with you guys. I really am. Because that's that's all he really has going for him. You know what I mean? Well, if it don't look like Ryan Reynolds' butt, I don't want to see it. Let me just let you well, know yeah, that. But I'm going to show it to you anyway. <laughs> you know, because, you know, just like when he first ran and they brought out, you know, the women that Clinton had their, his alleged affairs with. And he was running against mm. Hillary. And why didn't Hillary speak up? I, I don't get that. And well, I would have said, I chose to stay with my husband past his indiscretions. You're, you decided to divorce one wife to move on to the next wife. Yeah. You didn't know what that meant when you were using that server. Did you know what it meant when your father had C on the applications for new residents? You knew it meant people of color. You know, I just can't figure out... What, that I can't figure out. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not gonna go to a fight, you know, just to go to a fight. I'm going for a bloodbath. Mm. So I, it's just him, it's this persona, it's all these muscle head black men running behind him, as well as, you know Yeah, what I remember all them black ass preachers that was all hugged up talking some he the first black president, he's the greatest yeah. black president. They was all hugged up with Trump. Remember they was up in the oval and they um, was all hugged around him like they was praying. Yeah. All them soft ass niggas. There what was, them niggas at? There was always well, strategically like placed black one of people. Them did with the, the jet, 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 super jet black hair. He did, you know. Um, from 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 warp speed. <laughs> did he die from warp speed? I, I, you know, who knows, but he is dead. <laughs> she said he And did. I only know that because his hair was so distracting for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, again, you know, we fear, you know, that, that's how the clans work the fear. It's like, oh, my God, here are the ghosts, here are the ghosts. You know, you, uh, there were so many people that should have been sitting on the porch saying, I don't know where Mr. Charlie at. I don't know where his family is. It because is utterly we ridiculous. Them and buried them all. That's why you yeah. know, but it, it's just the fear factor. And it's well, Bobby, I don't get it. Bobby and Jan, thank you guys for joining us. You can follow Jan. TT Jan has a show every Thursday on IG Live, The Real yes. TT Jan, where she gives advice. Great. If you want it great, ask her questions. Yeah. She'll give it to you. And Bobby is my $10 pimp. She pimps me out every day for $10, <laughs> but she always gives great advice because on Laugh and Learn, everybody's opinion is valid. We, do not, we yes. don't criticize you for your... We want your size, your point of view. You don't right. always have to agree with us because we want to hear from different sides. We're here to teach each other and learn from each other. I just talk shit. That's what they pay me for. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides. Loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you... Let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. 
The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I want to say about while we're talking about some shit, let's talk about what's his name? Who? Uh, Patrick. Patrick? Florida. Oh. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Patrick is, we were talking about Ron DeSantis. Who is the starfish from SpongeBob SquarePants, just big and dumb for no reason. Oh, but Lord. Lauren made me know something last week. Lauren reminded me of something that I might have forgotten and told me. The Republicans are way smarter than we give them credit for. Yep. They do a lot of damage and it looks crazy to us, but they do it on purpose for it to yep. look crazy to us because they have a method to their madness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get so angry about what we're seeing right in front of us that we're not paying attention to the other shit they're doing on the low, on the side through the gangway. Mm-hmm. But Ron DeSantis says, Florida, I, I just feel for you guys because I'm hoping that when a new election comes out that you guys think about your grandchildren and your children and not listening to what he's saying because he is out of sorts. That's the word I want to say. Well, let me ask you a question. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's say that you lived in Florida. Uh huh. Let's say that, you know, your kids wanted to go back into school. And then you had a governor like Ron DeSantis that said you can't wear masks coming to school. But if you don't bring your kid to school, you would be in trouble for truancy. What would you do? I'm going to be in trouble for truancy. <laughs> 
because I can go to jail and get the fuck out. But my daughter getting sick or my baby, one of my children getting sick and dying, I'm not going to recover from that. I, I, I've known people who lost, lost children. I know people who lost children for 20 years. You know what they tell me? You never recover from the loss of a kid. Hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to experience that. So you're like we are saying on Laugh and Learn. We're not here to change your mind. We're just here to get you to use your mind. Mm-hmm. Some of you all are so gullible and fall for peer pressure. And you're 50, 60 years old. Damn, have you never had a thought that was your own? Have you never owned your own? You might not own your home or your car, but do you own your heart and your mind? Mm-hmm. I'm asking a real question to y'all. Do you own who you are? I own who I am. Good and bad. It's some bad shit up under here too. I'm telling y'all right now. But I own all of it. A lot of y'all don't own it. You just go along with the masses, and it's not always agreeable. You don't always have to be agreeable. That because you you might lose some things. You might lose a gig. You might lose a position. You might lose that you didn't get this place that you wanted. But damn it, you will always win because when you go look in the mirror, the person looking back at you like the decision that you made. Mm-hmm. Can I shift? Or Come do you on. want to keep talking that, about Ron DeSantis? Uh, hell no. Hurry, hurry up. Okay. I got gas talking about I'm that. I'm going to bring something up. Mm-mm. And I know we didn't talk about it, but I think it's interesting for you to share your opinion and your side and your view. And some of our listeners have asked. Security! I'm being attacked! <laughs> and some of our listeners have asked mm-hmm. how you feel about the baby and the comments that he made. I think that it's safe for you to bring it up here and share your thoughts. I know you made a tweet. That some people saw, but we are live, and I think that you can address this now because I think you have a unique perspective. The baby, the mama, the cousin, the brother. The first of all, let me say this, and I'm gonna say this now, and I'm hoping if, that you hear me what I'm saying because I may not say it, explain it the correct way, but goddamn it, I'm gonna be for. very simple. I'm the qualifier. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna be the fix it because you know I say some shit sideways. First of all, the, the the baby, the most I've ever known about the baby is from what has happened recently in the news with him. I never knew his music. I've never heard of this young man. Uh, I'm sure he's never heard of who Flame Monroe is and the comedian. So we're, we're in such different arenas and genres that I probably would have never heard from him. Plus, the music that that age demographic listens to is shoot the kids, throw the mom out the window, kill these hoes, sell all the drugs, shoot the police. We didn't grow. I didn't grow up on music. I grew up with mm-hmm. the OJ's. I grew up with Jeffrey Osborne. I grew up with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Isley Brothers, and the emotions. Music that was about love and relationships and happiness. Gladys Knight and the Pips, you know, that kind of music. And I think the music really does segue. But to what he said, and I watched all the videos that people have put up from different angles. He never said if you got HIV and you LGBT. He never said that. He said, if you don't have HIV and OAs, put your phone up. If you don't, coochie don't smell like water, put your phone up. If you're not sucking penis in the parking lot, put your phone up. A hit dog will holler is what I'm going to say. He wasn't talking to me. I didn't take anything that he said publicly on stage as he was attacking me or the LGBT community or my character or any of that. I don't think he was going after one demographic. I think that he was on stage and live theater, if you've never done live theater... The audience, the energy from an audience on live theater can take you places sometimes that you might not want to go, but you're in the moment. And so you get caught up on that wave. I think that he was caught up on a a high with the audience because his audience, that's what they know. That's Mm -hmm. what they come to him for. That's his support. He he got caught on the wave and they had and he just it got away from him. Mm -hmm. And before he knew it, y'all was recording it and y'all put it up and they took it and ran with it. I did a campaign for Lauren and then when I first met Lauren and I, I went left one day, one of the vignettes that I was and Lauren was like, 
<laughs> right. A saying, come back. Not that I was saying something disrespectful, but we were talking about AIDS and HIV because that's what AHF is. It's a, it's about AIDS and HIV, and they hired me. So I would talk about the personal experience of losing some of my friends back in the 80s and 90s to AIDS, and I took the audience somewhere else, but because I'm a comedian and I'm older. See, he's 29. I'm older. I knew. Okay, but you got this audience right here. Come back funny or you're going to scare the hell out of these people. They're going to fall. He, nobody is in his camp. No, I got Lauren. Lauren is 26, but this bitch is trained by her mama. So she knows <laughs> when to corral me and say, flame, that ain't cool. It's, it looks bad. Bring mm-hmm. it back. He needs some people surrounding him in his camp to say, hey, that's not cool. I do see that where he retracted his apology. I didn't agree with him apologizing from the jump. That yeah, I know. I just didn't because I didn't think that he was speaking to one demographic. I think that what he said was insensitive to everyone who has HIV and AIDS, including babies, women, everybody who has. Because he didn't just seg- segue and say all gays have HIV. He didn't say that. And when I say I don't agree that he should apologize, I think that he should have talked about it and said, I'm going to fix this. I shouldn't have said it like this or what mm-hmm. have you. But to apologize and then to retract to apolo- the apology, it makes you look even more guilty. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to say I'm sorry one time, I'm a cancer. That's all the fuck you getting. I'm not going to keep talking about it. And when I'm wrong, I'm going to openly admit that I'm wrong. But remember, I'm 56. He's 29. Who's surrounding him? Because the people that are surrounding me, including Lauren and Nick and people who would tell me, look at here, Flame, that ain't right. That ain't cool. And, you know, I can go left. Y'all know I can go left. But Mm -hmm. he need a stronger team around. He needs instead of all y'all canceling him, he needs some strong men in his his circle. Men, not women. Men to say, hey, brother, you're a man. You're growing up to be a man. This is what we need to do to make this better for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think that's the key piece here, especially because, like you've mentioned, like I work for the largest, you know, HIV AIDS service organization in the world, really. And I think what I see time and time again, especially with us, and I mean us black folks, is that we're very ignorant and there's so much stigma associated with being gay, you know, having HIV. And there's just a strong lack of education. So my thoughts are I think that what he said was very ignorant, but I think that he's also too misinformed. I don't think that anybody's taking the time to sit him down and say, hey, this is what it is like, you know, HIV is not a death sentence. HIV and AIDS are not the same thing. You know, I don't think he's had the education. And I think being misinformed, you know, having the lack of education and just being ignorant, you get situations where we got these young black men out here making these disparaging comments because mm-hmm. they just don't know any better. But that's how they were raised. And that's kind of like the. I don't know what you want to call it, just kind of the the stigma of our community. And it's just it's so unfortunate because, you know, when we go when if I have to travel and I have to go into a church and have to, you know, extend services that we provide as an aid service organization, there's ways that we have to talk to people. It's still a touchy subject to talk about 40 years later. Yeah. You know, so I think that he needs to be educated and I don't think people should be canceling this young black man. I think that people should be taking this opportunity to educate him. 
end up lift him in a way so that way he knows better next time because just talking yeah. crap about him and, and being negative him. and yeah. canceling him that's and not going to help him and that's him not going to help our community that's going to make him angry yeah. and more frustrated and then he's going to make more go make more angry music yeah. hear me when I tell you and all these celebrities is jumping in on it Madonna and I love I'm a Madonna fan hear me when I tell you I grew up loving Madonna but Madonna created envelopes in the 80s to push the envelope Madonna created shit that y'all had no idea let's even go back to some shit right now that if y'all looked at that they don't show like a prayer she got on her knees in front of a black man burning a cross that was dressing do you know white people was jumping out the goddamn windows back then and now they're even worse then Sir Elton John made his comment he was not talking to you all he Everybody wanted to comment on it because everybody thought it was going to make them relevant. Who was going to say the correct statement? Mm -hmm. I don't care about saying the biggest statement or the most impactful statement. What are y'all teaching this man? That's yeah. what laughing learning is. What are you yeah. teaching this young man yeah. to make him do better? To make him say better? To make him know better? Because they say knowing better is doing better. That ain't always true. I knew better than You know, mm -hmm. Nick Cannon knew better. He's keep knocking him out. Now, he ain't put no kind of condoms on yet. Wait but I ain't minute. mad at you, Nick. Woo. Knock it out. The baby, they say Nick. Woo. They say Nick and you can throw it over your shoulder burping. How you doing, baby? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I do want to also just say too. Oh, we got a delivery truck. Um, I just want to say too, it's not about him being a child and saying he should know better. If somebody is not raised in a certain way or somebody is not taught something or if somebody doesn't know something the fact that he's a child or a grown-ass man it doesn't matter he needs to be educated and i think that's the problem is we're so quick mm -hmm. to you know scrutinize our people like we have a serious lack of education in our community and taking opportunities to bash and you know ridicule each other is not going to be beneficial in any way no. we need to take these opportunities to educate us i don't care if you're five or if you're 70 if you need education you need education point blank period that shouldn't be what we're trying to scrutinize here education needs to be enforced across the board that's the only way we're going to get better and better ourselves as a people that's the only way and now you know why she's sitting right here next to me because guess what i'll be to say the wrong she'll say it right <laughs> <laughs> but no i think i think you did say it right though because that's why i also brought it up because i think you always bring a unique perspective to issues and topics like this which is important for people to see the other side and not to go with what the societal you know ideas and well, standards get ready are for y'all because we taped the breakfast club on the 18th and that is definitely something that they do want to talk about my stance will not change i will try to simplify it and mm -hmm. say it in the clearest form of without trying to ruffle any feathers mm -hmm. but of course there is no such thing i yeah. will always ruffle a feather because i'm going to speak from my heart and my mind because i speak for me and how i feel I can't, mm -hmm. I can't worry about how you feel. I can listen to you, yeah. but that's your feelings. That's how you feel and what, what you intake. It's the way you intake it. Maybe I'm, I'm different because I internalize things differently, but I don't know. So y'all yeah. get ready for 19, baby, because when it drop, I'm going to be looking good, <laughs> smelling good, and talking plenty shit, baby. <laughs> and, and, and the last thing that I'll say on it, because I know this is another component of it, is let's say, you know, the baby does get the education and he is informed and he still chooses to take an ignorant stance. Well, then y'all can cancel the well, hell out Exactly. Him. Then y'all can exactly. cancel the hell out Exactly. But him. be sure. responsible for teaching sure. and helping before just canceling. If we're going to cancel you, we're going to give you a reason why we cancel yeah. you. We're going to tell you so you don't do it again because he, he, he seems to be very talented. Mm -hmm. You know, and for what his, he has millions of followers. For what he brings to his demographic, they love it. Yeah. They fucking love it. Yeah. But we just jumping on the bandwagon. Again, I'm going to say a hit dog will holler. Nigga, mm -hmm. you ain't hit me. 
that didn't affect me at all. It didn't stop my check or add one to me. Mm-hmm. Bring on Dawn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just want to get that out because we got about five minutes. Come on, Dawn, and close yep. us out because I got a dentist appointment. Oh. I don't want to go. I got to get shots and shit. <laughs> Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hey, y'all. Come on, Braids. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? Yeah. Talk What's to fun? us. Talk to us, Don. Talk to us about Cuomo, uh, the baby, whatever. We, you know, I'm still not watching much news, and I, I'm catching glimpses, clips of Cuomo, and I saw his little Easter speech, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> you know. And I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to dismiss the women because I'm a woman and I've been in that position, but I sued and won. <laughs> But I didn't get on TV and say he said this, he said that. I cussed him out, got a lawyer, and, and got my money. That's me, you know. And I think some, some if we I, we need to pick our battles, y'all. We need to pick our battles. We fight, you know. Y'all talking about the Democrats and the Republicans, and the Republicans got their shit together. Hmm. Okay, for a long we, time. We still trying to figure out. What happened 30 years ago, and the Republicans are getting ready for 2022, 2024, and we're not. We, come on now. You right y'all on. Taking the, y'all taking the. the uh, what's important is what's going on right now. I don't give a damn about Cuomo. He got New York where they are. New York is cool. Whatever. Look, women, you need to, we need to start, as women, we need to start putting our foot down, cussing some of these men out. Getting in their pockets, and if they got wives, tell their wives about it. You need to control your husband. Well, you well, don't, and and I hear you, Don, and I'm not a woman, but Lauren works in corporate America. Is that fair to the you though? Then you change your lifestyle because here it is. When you say that, they fire you, they terminate you, they bad. Well, you know you. what? I got fired, but I won my lawsuit too. Yeah, but did you have to change your living situation? So, so what I, have you? I, I, I had to do all that, but but you know what? But I came back on top. But everybody ain't built like that, uh, well, Dawn. You know, time, some women feel like I, I'm not going to get another good job. I'm going to lose my stature. They're well, going to put a bad word out against me. You know, it, it, it's a lot of variables. That. They did that. They did that. I had to, I, I work out of town. I'm not even my, in my own hometown no, I know they that. I, look, that to me. you talk, I'm, look, I live in Long Beach. I would love to be living in Chicago, but okay. Yeah. So that I, I live. I'm home for two weeks for uh, a visit. But I have to live in bum. I have to work in bumfuck Egypt. But mm-hmm. I, I did it. It wasn't easy, you know, losing your job at forty something years old. It was not easy because been on one job for t- almost twenty years. What am I gonna do? You know what I did? I trust myself. I trusted God, and I kept it moving. Amen. You know, and we need to pick our own battles because you know what? These these Republicans getting ready to fill up these 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 local seats. The state seats and the federal seats. Uh-huh. While them Democrats ain't doing shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. They arguing about who what Cuomo touched. Yeah. They arguing about who ain't what mask you got to wear. They arguing. Let yeah, me tell see, you something. You're arguing, arguing about a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, if, the, if 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 a private entity say wear a mask, put your mask on. I don't want to wear a mask, and I don't. But if a building say have your mask on, I put my mask on. Okay. Pick your battles, everybody. We got mm-hmm. too much at stake that's going on. Besides, who got a can of Lysol? Who got toilet paper? Who wearing a mask? Come on now, come yeah. on. I never stopped you know? wearing my mask. I never sure, stopped. I didn't either. I never stopped when they, know, even when they lift drop the mandate. Y'all were talking about the people cutting up in the airports. I mean, at, on the plane. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, 
<laughs> oh, I sit in first class, so I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna get up and turn around and film because we don't. When you pay, I feel like this. When I pay that kind of money, I ain't clowning. I got somewhere to go. I'm like you, Lauren. If you hit that exit door, then I'm gonna fly at you. Mm-hmm. But you know, duct tape your ass, and then we're gonna stop and let the police come pick your ass up and take you to jail. We're gonna get back in the air. It's time for it's time out for bullshit. That's it's true. Time let me, let me, let's just address that because you hear that crazy fool who they who they duct tape Tom something. My parents are worth two million dollars. Well, nigga, why are you flying on Frontier all the way in the back? Exactly. Let's talk about it because that's their money. For that ain't blame. your money. That's their money. Mm-hmm. For blame, <laughs> the last administration made it okay to act a donkey because yep. remember January six, they were good people. Yep, they were on. They were touring. The uh the capital, mm-hmm. so the last administration said it was okay when you had the last and see let me tell you something we sleeping now we don't know what they doing in that White House but see when we had the last administration one thing about the devil y'all y'all quote me one thing about the devil when the devil getting ready to do something he gonna tell you about it. he'll tell you before he did it and the last administration before he even woke up he was tweeting about what he was gonna do mm-hmm. he sure was. He was, um, and I'm not, I'm not taking up for him because, you know, he's the biggest butthole. But he told us what he was getting ready to do. Every but see, day. now we got enough. We were so bent, hell bent to get him out, and and we need, but rightfully so. We don't know what them jackasses doing in this administration because you know I'm not a, a fan favorite, right? You know I'm not a fan favorite. You know, I'm just saying, Flame. I'm just saying, Lord. Oh, no, Dawn. Let me tell you, your opinion is valid It's here. your opinion. It is valid yeah, I'm not here. a fan favorite. Because, yeah. you know, I'm, I know I don't, I don't want to fly off the subject, but see, everybody else getting laws and rights, but black people. Biden wasn't I'm my favorite. Favor. You ain't said shit that I ain't. Biden was never my You know I wanted Yang. You know I yeah. wanted Andrew Yang. I said that yeah. publicly many times. Yeah, and I voted, yeah, I voted I, for Bernie. So yeah, I'm, you know, and see, with Bernie, it's about class. But you see, we we sitting up here worrying about a goddamn mask, and who gonna have a mask on in, in the kids' school? These kids need to go back to school. You know, they, they need socialization because some of these kids don't even have a full meal. Yeah, unless they in school, because the parents are. Whatever you know, well, we're no, about and that some parents shit. are struggling. Look, yeah. why are we talking about parents, parents and kids? Why are we talking about parents and kids? I, mean, I don't want to leave without saying this. Uh, to uh, Dr. Dre's 38 year old daughter with your own kids, Ooh. girl, go to bed, go your ass somewhere and get you a goddamn job. He has <laughs> taken care of. See, y'all will let us say, Oh, he's a celebrity, he's rich, he should be taking care. He has probably taken care of his daughter more times than we know. I got a 17 year old here who can spend my money fast and I can sign a check to make it. <laughs> Hear me when I tell you, she who only is, 17, she 38 with her own kids. 38, and let me tell you something, she should have got at least one of them stimulus checks. Where you been? Uh, she should have got her cut before the ex-wife getting this three hundred thousand a month, cause that's what okay. she's fucked up at. Cause now but she ain't you, gonna get no no kind of uh allowance. Uh, <laughs> Dre still got thirty million dollars coming in a year, but I, okay. I, I, I see but your point though. She's grown as hell. You, yeah, you good, grown. You couldn't. It's not like you, you know, you you struggling. If you know you working, you trying to make ends meet, and then you ask your dad for help. But bitch, you thirty eight. Hmm. You know, why kids. Ought to be embarrassed. When I lost my job and I had to rely on my retired parents to help me, that was embarrassing. So, you know, I was trying to find a job any way I could so I wouldn't have to ask them for money. You know what I mean? Because 
You don't. Oh, oh Lord. Please, Every, everybody ain't the same, darling. Te- teach that to, please teach <laughs> that. To, please teach that to Izzy. <laughs> please Lauren, teach that to my daughter. You know, I, I'm cut from a different cloth. I know, you, know you are. We, we yes. come from an era that you know our parents raised us to be independent, but you know, go to work. You want something? You go to work. My daddy told me a long time ago. In order to get what you want, sometimes you got to pick shit with the chickens. Ooh. You got to pick shit with the chickens. And you guess what? I picked a lot of shit with the chickens. Not no more. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So, you, you it, we just got to pick our battles. These kids got to go to school. You know, the Democrat, the Republicans got their game plan. They in the mm-hmm. Oh, honey, they, I they said got, it. You heard me yeah. tell you the, Repu- the Democrats and, is pussies. But I think that's the good point, too, is we talk about, you know, the Republican strategy. And that's what Flame and I talked about last week as soon as the episode was over, is that Republicans know what they're doing. It's no different when Ted Cruz tried to tell the people of Paris, Texas, that Biden rejoining the Paris Accord was going to affect them. Knowing damn well that had nothing, one had nothing, nothing to do with the other. But now mm-hmm. he's got all these people in Paris, Texas, thinking that, you know, Biden's messing with their livelihoods and their possible jobs and everything else. The Republicans know how to create dissension accordingly. They they're do. very good at it. And they know what they're saying makes and no sense, has no validity, none. but they're going to say it. They but, know. Like I said, but Lauren, like I said, the last administration made it okay to mm-hmm. say and do what they want to do. Because when you can say that Mexicans are all killers and this, that, and the other. And uh, I was waiting for him to say, all black people, all you niggas need to go back to Africa. I was waiting for that to come out, mm-hmm. you know. But he was slick enough not to say it. But when you when you can say that these people, see, they don't think January 6th happened. It didn't happen. You know, I would you, like, Do you know that if we all went back to Africa, real talk, how many January 6ths they would have without us here? Because... It was a couple of us there, but if we not, and I see it a couple. It, they wasn't us. It was a couple of black folks. So they weren't part of my oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, of course. But of do course. you know how many January six? Because when they can't get that way, I, I love old black and white movies. They have been doing insurrections since the thirties and forties. Yeah, this ain't no for new years. shit. They've been doing it for this years like, when they can't get their way. And they years. would have no economy if we weren't here. That's the whole reason that exactly. they went to Africa to get us in the first exactly. place. Because they couldn't you know build what? this economy or this country by themselves. But, you know, I always say this. He, Jim, he ain't got nothing on Jim Jones. I mean, we ain't got the last administration. Jim Jones wasn't shit compared to this one. Because when you can tell a group of people, we're going to fight like hell and we're going to take it back. See, it goes to show you the mentality of some people, how stupid they are. Ooh, say it again, mm-hmm. Dawn. Say the word it stupid one more time. How stupid ooh, they are. Ooh, and they ooh, really, girl, one more time. Oh, I felt the sad, Dawn. stupid they are. <laughs> And and for them and for them playing to sit up there that monkey but and they call us monkeys to be climbing the walls while he's sitting in a bungalow somewhere watching laughing. Mm-hmm. It laughing. It goes to show you how stupid people are. So yeah. you keep drinking that red great Kool-Aid, you dumbasses. Mm-hmm. I'ma sit here and watch the and, and see what color the walls gonna be. Girl, mm-hmm. it's gonna be January the sixth. It's gonna be stupid. Well, that's a hell of a way to close <laughs> us out, Dawn. Dawn, thank love you, my darling. and the energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank, thank you, Dawn. You. Y'all follow love Texas y'all. Star 42. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for joining us today for Laugh and Learn. Thank you, Kendall, our wonderful cameraman. On vacation, Nick and Triple. I saw Nick popped in here, but I thought Nick was on vacation. That's why we didn't bring Nick in. Nick is in Mexico. And uh, mm. we appreciate you guys. Thank you, Lauren Hogan. Our slogan here at Laugh and Oh, before we go. If you're coming to the event on September the 6th in Chicago, the tickets are on eventbrite.com slash flame. They're $30. 
VIP is $30. You my best friend, $30. If you my mama, it's $30. So it's $30. <laughs> and I'm not taking money at the door. Uh, September 9th through the 12th, DC Comedy Loft. Get your tickets at DC Comedy Loft. Hey, Big Meech. Uh, September the 25th, I will be at the Level Up Bar and Lounge in Philadelphia. And September the 30th, I'll be in Atlanta for iHeart. But on the 18th of this month, I'm taping the Black... I'm taping... Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, The God, Envy, DJ Envy, and uh, Angela Yee. So y'all look for that on that. I got a cute blouse, too, and some cute hair. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to y'all. <laughs> I don't know about this mouth. And I'm going to have on my red lipstick. Y'all like my red lips? I got this from Liquid Burns. Ain't it red? Not the duck lip. Come mm. on, get it. Get the duck lip together. Wait a uh, minute. Uh-huh. So, and thank you. And and I'm going to Ida's taping of um her one hour special. Her one hour special for HBO Max. I'm very excited about that. I implore you guys and encourage you guys to stay safe. Follow your own rules. Live by your own rules and beat to your own drum because your music don't sound like nobody else's music. Mm-hmm. My music don't sound like yours and yours don't sound like mine. But if you're in tune with your music, you'll be a happier person. I promise mm. you. Lauren Hogan, what we do at this show? Oh, at Laugh and Learn, we are not getting anybody to change your mind. We are simply trying to get you to use your mind because why? In order to use your mind, you got to have one because some of y'all lost. Some of y'all voted for that nigga now. Yeah, let me see how we get started. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us for Laugh and Learn. We so appreciate you guys because without you, there would be no us. Peace. Have a safe week. Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. The show is produced by Tribble. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.